Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Huzefa. Hope you guys are having a good weekend. I know I am getting ready to teach another round of Law Preview, which is, again, a Barbary course that helps kids who are about to go to law school for the first year and set up a schedule so that they can set themselves up for success. It's really fun. I've been doing it for three, four... Four, four years, I think now, four years running, started doing it in D.C. Yeah, maybe it's been longer, actually. Maybe it's been five years. I started doing it in D.C., and now I continue to work with the programs out in California, both in San Francisco and Los Angeles, and it's a lot of fun. I meet a lot of really cool people, a lot of excited students that want to really take advantage of their law school experience. And, and I know it. I took the course as well when in 2006, right before I began my journey to law school. So it was very, very helpful for me as well. But enough about that. We've got something more important to discuss today. And that is probably, it's, this is something that I think it's glossed over a little bit too much. I mean, people may may talk about how making mistakes, we're talking about mistakes today, so, something that is so important. And people, you'll definitely hear people say, well, hey, no, it's, it's good that you made a mistake. It's all right. Don't worry about it. You're going to, you can learn from it, etc." And I think this is usually done after a mistake is made. And when, when a child or even a person's feeling badly about it, you tell them that, it's a good thing to make a mistake in in a sense to as a as a consolation mechanism. So they're feeling bad and we all are programmed to feel bad when we do things incorrectly, we make mistakes. But then you try and console somebody and say, but this is a learning experience. Try to find I just read an article on this that said you gotta try and find the positive in mistakes. But in fact, I think it's I just don't think that's the right way to look at it. I would I would argue much more so in the other direction that in a lot of ways you want to push yourself in life to to make mistakes and to encounter frustrations or things things that are that are tough and that you maybe that don't go the right way it's not even that oh well don't worry you can find a lesson in it that's actually what you should be seeking you should be trying to take on endeavors where you're going to make these mistakes, not get emotional about them, try your best to not get emotional about them, because it's it's probably the most effective, most potent learning vehicle that you could ever have. I know that, so I'll talk a little bit about my experience growing up and what had been put into my brain and in my mind about mistakes, and I think it's the same for almost everybody, especially when you come from a family that's very academic, kind of like my family, and you just get into the super academic mindset, 
of, well, you just got to get 100% on every test. You got to get 100%. You come home with a, this is really typical of Indian culture. There's a lot of great things about this mindset, by the way, but you come back with a 98%, let's say, on a math test. And and my parents would want to know, well, what? how did you lose those two points? And and so you so what happens it's it's that kind of idea where where you're like you know it's great cuz you're shooting for the stars and you're and you're and it's true like from that perspective i think a lot of times i was capable or if you study hard you are capable of getting 100 and i mean that's what my parents really wanted to ingrain within me is that hey you can really push yourself to these extra limits so why hold back go for it go for it you know it was always within reason of course but and and I think that's great, but the the I think what can happen as well is that when you when you're constantly pushing for hundred percent, you start really you st- I think you start thinking that getting something wrong on a test, i.e., making a mistake, is a really is a really negative thing, and in academics, Right, it makes sense because you, as soon as you make a mistake, you're almost you're penalized essentially every time you make a mistake on a test, on homework, you lose points. And the 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 interesting thing is, is not really how real life works. I mean, it is to a, to a certain degree if you look at maybe working for a company and having a performance review, and then those are negative points, etc. To to a certain degree. But I got to say, when especially working as an entrepreneur, trying to build a business, trying to write books, trying to do things more or less on your own, it's it's not very analogous because let's take the example of, of trying to be an author. Let's say you're, you're writing a blog or you're writing a book or whatever it may be. You, if you have this mentality that you don't want to make any mistakes and and you're terrified of maybe negative reviews, negative press, negative reactions from readers of your first book, that is a really tough spot to overcome because the vast majority of authors, their first, second, third, you know, the first few attempts at writing a book are going to be quote unquote failures. You could call them mistakes because they're not the big sellers that they that they envisioned. But it's through those processes, it's through those attempts where things don't go right, where they get feedback and where they essentially, where they don't get the reaction that they want. It's through that process that they understand exactly how to tweak, modify, and refine their writing, refine the topics that they're choosing to eventually create a beautiful product. And it's funny too because we often will see a writer come onto the scene almost almost like they just appeared. They just had this one, it, it seems like, oh, they wrote this book and it's just this one book is amazing and they were just super talented and as soon as they, they, they came onto the author scene, they blew up, but that's almost never the case. The same thing with actors, with comedians, etc. They're there pining away for years and years and years until they get things refined and perfected and that process of perfection is making mistakes. So it's really important and and I I think what can happen is if you're you got it it's something that you should be willing to from a young age if possible to embrace uh, 
and really try to develop a thick skin about doing things that where people aren't crazy about it, where you, you create something and it doesn't, it's not a big hit and that's okay. As long as you're willing to go out and try it again and all right, well, again, it didn't work out. So well, let me try it again. And that's the process by which you can really make improvements and, and get really, really good at something. So I found this article from the Purpose Fairy. This is a, it's a really cool article and it's it's all about making mistakes and it's called Seven Reasons Why Not Making Mistakes is the Biggest Mistake. I've been reading a bunch of articles on mistakes uh, the last few days and I really like this one. So I wanted to share some of the insights from this author, Luminita Saviuk. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I'm going to provide a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out as well. So here we go. It says... And, and she's got a really cool cool quote from George Bernard Shaw. A life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. George Bernard Shaw, by the way, was an Irish playwright who won the Nobel Prize for literature. It's a pretty famous writer. Great quote. All right, so here we go. Number one, mistakes help you discover who you truly are. With every mistake that we discover, that we make, we discover more and more about ourselves, about who we are, about our limits, about our capabilities, about what we can do and cannot do. They help us be more compassionate, more tolerant with ourselves and others. And I think that's absolutely true. Sometimes making mistakes can be a painful process, can absolutely help us develop some compassion. And I think that more than letting us know our limits, I think I think the, the biggest thing is it shows us the ways in which we need to push ourselves to grow. Like you run up against a wall with a mistake sometimes, and then it's not a dead end. It's just say, okay, well, I got to work around. I got to come around in a different way, approach this in a, from a different angle in order to succeed. All right, number two, mistakes teach you valuable life lessons. By making mistakes, you will in fact learn valuable life lessons and you will become a happy learner. There's so much that we can learn from our mistakes. And the moment we see them as lessons rather than mistakes, we will no longer have this crazy fear of encountering them along the journey. And that's so true. I want to go back to the academics example as well because I'm not, it's not as though I'm advocating going out and getting a, a, a poor exam result because of course that can that can have impacts. I'm all, but I'm also saying if you do get something that's not optimal, you can look at it in a positive way and glean a really great message and lesson from it. But here's a way where you can take this lesson of making mistakes and embracing it and applying it to academics and academia and still doing really, really well. So you can either make mistakes on your test when you take it if you are not preparing adequately or you can make mistakes before. So if you are really engaged with your homework, go ahead and make some mistakes on your homework and you learn from those mistakes on the homework 
a lot of a lot of teachers will just grade homework for completion. You make those mistakes on the homework. You go in, you figure out what you did wrong. There you go. Now you've learned exactly how to do it correctly when the test comes. Or you make those mistakes on practice tests. Go ahead, take a practice test, make mistakes, identify and isolate the areas where you need some more practice where you need some you need to refine your understanding. That's making mistakes right there to teach you what you need to know and how you need to grow. All right, number three, mistakes teach you how to forgive. One of the greatest lessons that you will learn from making mistakes is forgiveness. With every mistake that you make, you will learn how important it is to forgive yourself and many of the people around you. You will understand that you are not perfect and that perfection doesn't really exist, only our intentions of doing our best. Who wants to be perfect anyways? Perfection leaves no room for improvement. I remember as a kid, we would, I think I've talked about this on an episode before, we would always go skiing, um, uh, me and my family, and I have, a, I have an older sister, and so we would often go skiing together, and I remember we would make such a big deal about, it's just so funny now that I think about it, we would make such a d- big deal about going on a ski trip for a week and not falling down once. And that was our goal a lot of times would be just go out and, oh my gosh, I only, and and if my sister didn't fall down at all and I fell down once or twice, I'd feel badly about it. Well, of course, now I think back on it and and of course that's not a, a necessarily a measure of, well, anything, I mean, we're going skiing for fun, but it's that same idea is that we were so terrified or averse to making mistakes that that's literally our measure of a, of a good ski trip, which I always think is really funny, but it seemed totally normal at the time. All right. Mistakes help you let go of fear. Not making mistakes. Isn't that actually the biggest mistake you could ever make? Life isn't about avoiding mistakes, but rather embracing the idea that mistakes will come your way and being willing to learn from these mistakes. Let go of your fears and allow yourself to really experience life. It's true. It's not easy, but it's true. When I when I first started working with kids and tutor and doing the whole private tutoring thing, which now I've been doing for about three years and I love, I remember early on, maybe it was a, f- a few months in, I can't remember exactly, but <laughs> this is so crazy. And I used to, I used to sort of begin with this really, it's almost like a little formula during my first lesson. And I used to come in, I used to sit down, I used to, uh, I, you know, I still do this to a great extent, but it's much, it's much gentler now. I've learned how to, how to make my, you can call it like an initial assessment. I've learned how to, to, to make it a very fun, relaxed process. And before, I think it was still a lot of kids were cool with it, but it was not always it was not always perfectly in tune with meeting kid for the first time student for the first time and what happened and I'll and I'll tell you a funny story when I so I remember I was pretty early on I think I'd only worked with I don't know a handful of kids by this point and yeah so probably less than 5 even and I remember I got a call from a new client and I went over there, and I met the daughter, 
uh, who I think was in ninth or 10th grade, something like that. And we sat down, and I remember I went through my questions of what's the syllabus, what's the, what, you know, how does the teacher grade, all that stuff, to just get my intel. And then I remember I, right off the bat I made, okay, so this is what I'm, you're going to have to do. You're going to have to do this, that. We're going to work together on this. We're, I'm going to try and get you this, this many practice problems on top of everything, so on and so forth. Like I laid out everything. And... And then we were, and then I worked through her homework with her, and I explained everything. I think we were working on stuff involving the quadratic formula. She was having some trouble with that. She, we got through that, and I left. And I thought it went great. I thought it went great. And they called me, or they called actually. They called actually the person who made the referral for me. And they said the the daughter said, or the girl that I worked with said that. I, or no, her older sister said this, something like this. I taught her nothing, and I talked to her like a kid, something like something like this, which I've literally never heard before, because um, I intentionally don't don't do that. Uh, a lot of time with my students, we I try to have a very sort of even even platform as far as dialogue stuff like that, because I just talk like a normal person and. And uh, so one other thing I, I can't remember, but and 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 that was it. And they they basically said we didn't they didn't want to work with me anymore after one session. I couldn't believe it. And so it was a it was a pretty hard moment at that point because up till that point everybody I'd worked with had been super happy. I was just getting started, and I remember it was yeah it was hard it was a hard pill to swallow, but. The great thing about that was even though that was, even if I probably kept that same method, I probably wouldn't have encountered too much resistance to it because I, I think like most kids seem to have been okay with it. But for that percentage of children that would would be a little bit like, whoa, what's going on? Now you're, you know, we're, we're having our first meeting and you're kind of laying down all these things right off the bat for somebody who's not ready for that. That can ju- that can feel intimidating, and then I started to understand why she said all this stuff. Cause she, for whatever reason, she didn't like the way I was pitching things and and setting up a plan. Maybe it was intimidating or whatever, and so she threw down the oh he, I didn't learn anything from him, so we gotta go, we gotta find somebody else. Uh, and and it was a great learning lesson for me early on. Super great, a little bit painful, but it was very helpful. All right. Number five, mistakes teach you how to live a life without regrets. Believe it or not, if you play it safe, you will have more and more regrets about the things you did not do rather than the things that you did do, and you will regret not making more mistakes. Personally, whenever I hesitate doing something because of the fear of making mistakes, I imagine myself at the end of my life looking back on what I achieved. By doing so, I realize that if I don't take action now, I will have regrets. And that is true. I mean, I don't really believe in regrets anyways. You kind of live your life and you make your decisions and what's the point of regrets? No matter what. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my take. Um, but I actually am not a huge fan usually of this. Oh, I, I want to look back at the end of my life and say that I made all these. Uh, that's just sort of a morose way to look at things, I think. But... 
if that works for you and if that gets you to push yourself, push your boundaries and make mistakes, great, roll with it. Number six, mistakes help you help you grow and evolve. If you don't make mistakes, how can you expect to grow and evolve as a human being? How many of us get stuck? How many of us get stuck because they allow the fear of making mistakes to paralyze them? How can we expect to learn anything new if we don't allow ourselves to make mistakes? Number seven, mistakes teach you how to be happy. You gain confidence, courage, and experience every time you make a mistake in a very narrow field. And in time, you will get better and better at the things you love to do. Remember Thomas Edison? He failed more than 10,000 times while working on the light bulb. And in the end, he succeeded. When you know exactly what you want, and when you are able to see this something in your mind's eye, nothing can stop you from moving forward. Nothing can stop you from achieving your dreams and allowing happiness to enter your life. Your life. And I know that the, the Thomas Edison example is a very common one. And I remember the cool thing is he didn't look at that. He, he didn't look at those quote-unquote failed attempts as mistakes. When somebody asked him, and somebody asked him about those supposed failures and they said, well, how does it feel? How did that feel? And he's like, no, I didn't, those weren't failures. I didn't fail. He's like, I learned whatever it was. I don't know if it was 10,000 or a thousand or something, but he's like, no, I learned this many ways of not making a working light bulb. So you see he had the right mentality and it's no wonder he was so successful. He looked at every opportunity to make a mistake as a learning lesson of how something doesn't work you're narrowing it down just like writing a book that's not a hit you're figuring out things that don't work so you can hone in and isolate on what is hopefully eventually one day going to work so that's my spiel on making mistakes hopefully if you're a parent if you're a student listening this will give you some encouragement and a little bit of motivation to go forward and not be so scared about doing something that's not a big hit or that people look at and say, what did what did you just make? That doesn't even make any sense. And that's okay. All right, well, I just made something that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I just set up a teaching plan that a student doesn't like and doesn't want to work with me anymore. Well, it's not the end of the world. There's other students out there that, that I can work with and now change my method. There's other books I can write. There's other, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, you try it out, doesn't work, just be willing to take that as really good feedback and make whatever adjustments need to be made. And that's it. Persevere. So that's all for today's episode. I'm going to post again this article in the show notes. If you want to check out the show notes, go to www.scalerlearning.com. And again, if you have any questions or comments for me, Email me at huzefa at scalarlearning.com. Would love to hear from you. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes. If you haven't done so yet, got a lot of episodes coming out this summer, so that will be exciting. This is episode 50, by the way. So I know I wanted to do 100 this summer, so we're halfway there. Pretty cool. Very cool. That's all for today. Thank you guys for joining me. See you guys next time. Take it easy. Skiller, learning, give me that skiller, learning, skiller, learning, skiller, learning.
learning, give me that skin and learning.